Hello and welcome to the Seems Legit Podcast, hosted by your favorite craft beer drinking, whiskey sipping, bourbon appreciating, sushi eating, steak craving, speedo wearing, tell like it is, poker playing guitarist, the dude himself, the dude Sonny D. Thank you all so much uh, for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit Podcast. If you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sonny D. Uh, it's been a little bit of a while here since my uh, last episode. So I took a bit of a break over the holidays. You have family stuff and, you know, I mean, you have an abundance of excuses. So that's basically what they are. I uh, took a little holiday uh, down south to Vegas. So I'm um, probably not going to recap that. I want to get into some actual meat and content uh, in this episode. So we're gonna it's going to be poker uh, related today. I'm gonna break down, and discuss a few different uh, tournament uh, schedules that are come that have come out for the spring. Uh, give my take on it, uh, as I say. So I've always kind of viewed myself now in my career as a poker player is kind of that poker player slash poker pro. And I've and I've long said a poker pro, in my opinion, is like a golf pro or a tennis pro or a hockey pro. You have an expertise. Um, you can demonstrate a high level of skill uh, and understanding. And whatnot, and I and I kind of view that as kind of a double role that I kind of take on in my own life and breakdown of poker is that analytical kind of away from the felt uh, aspect, um, and kind of self coach, kind of the player version of me, so to speak, in uh, still trying, still grinding it out and uh, playing at a very high level as far as I'm concerned, and think I'm getting better. Uh, which is always good news. So for all you out there supporters, I do appreciate that. And I've uh, been doing a lot of time studying, uh, just strategizing, working on things, really kind of measuring schedules, uh, things like that. As life kind of catches up with you and you move into other endeavors and move on kind of with your life or just, I guess, life happens. And you don't want to devote your time to poker. You have to be kind of more efficient. And I'm just at a crossroads, I guess, sort of in my own life uh, when it comes to poker and kind of post-poker and whatnot, and uh, so dealing with that a little bit, you know, you force yourself to be analytical and how to coach yourself and how to, uh, you know, what kind of decisions you're going to make towards your poker career, regarding your poker um, career, so uh, I'm going to put on the two-sided hat there today uh, for some of this poker talk as I break down some of these schedules um, and give kind of my insight on them, and uh, hopefully you do find some value to all of you, and as I always say when it comes to anything in the body of knowledge is I don't really like to run, I, I never try to, and I don't think I have, um, ever get into that content comparison because there's a lot of great poker content out there and I try to direct as much as possible to other things that I feel like, yes, that is sufficiently well explained or that's a place to go more in depth into that area of, you know, kind of poker content versus maybe what I want to offer or do offer. So I think there's just a lot of great poker content out there and I'm very proud of kind of where that community is going. And, you know, even, you know, there's some, and naturally, right, we have our preferences between podcasts and vlogs and whatever, but I, I do have a lot of respect for everybody going out there now and trying to really bring that attention to the poker lifestyle that so many of us had been living, but kind of under the radar. And it was, you know, kind of becoming a little bit kind of both still kind of underground, but underground mainstream, if that makes sense. Uh, so, it's really kind of cool, and you're seeing more the expansion of the community, just people that even, you know, define themselves as semi-pro or regular poker players now. It's 
it's it's constantly growing. Uh, when I was down in Vegas this last time, I saw uh, now the Orleans Hotel is uh, really started a new trend in offering non non holdem tournaments throughout the week as part of their weekly tournament schedule. Uh, which I was absolutely fascinated and blown away by. And I was like, damn, if I had known this, I would have just spent the week here. Uh, so that's something that really kind of piqued my interest. And that w- I, you would never have thought that was going to happen two years ago, three years ago, even a year ago, really. You know, I wished for it and hoped for it. But to actually see it coming to fruition now, and you kind of wonder, is that going to be the new trend uh, amongst poker rooms? Like, you know, to bring in players... You know, now you might have to start offering some of those other variants again, not just at the highest possible stakes. Uh, So we'll see. I mean, it's just an interesting time for poker. And I say that a lot, but I really do mean it. And as I say, I do love um, poker and and all its variations. And I try to play as many variations and master as many variations as I can. So uh, we'll see. Uh, But nonetheless, uh, today's uh, episode, we're going to dive right in uh, to a couple of tournament schedules that I want to go into. So those schedules are the uh, World Series of Poker Circuit, of course. There's two events there, one taking place at the Rio, one taking place at Bally's. There's the upcoming World Cup of Cards. And then there's also the uh, Venetian Deep Stack uh, Poker Series is having uh, one of their poker series in the very uh, near future. So actually, it starts pretty much right away. Yeah, within a couple of weeks. Actually, two weeks to today. So uh, yeah, so that'll be kind of interesting. They already have another little mini one announced for after that. So I'm just going to talk about that, the venues, the structures and whatnot. So I guess let's talk about the one that gets kind of the most recognition or to kind of the more recreational or not as uh, deeply involved um, poker players out there, and that would be the, uh, and for a lot of recreational players, these are the kind of rec tournaments, so to speak, in terms of um, just kind of how they're viewed a little bit. Um, but nonetheless, there's a WSOP Circuit uh, Series event coming uh, to the Rio Las Vegas starting February 14th to February 25th. So that's uh, just over a month from now. They're going to start there, and they have some decent tournaments. I'm not you know, I, I find uh, right off the top there, there's two there's two events right away with, you know, some decent potential. And now that the kind of the holiday season has stopped, I imagine the crowd or has passed us. I imagine the crowds will be a little um, larger. The fields might be a little lar- larger as you start to see some more of the regular kind of yearly tournament grinders show up to these events. So these are t- difficult to win events. Um, no poker tournament's really easy, but... Um, you, I think you'll see um, some of these prize pools uh, exceeded, but there's some really attractive ones. Uh, to open up the series, they've got a $250 no-limit hold'em with a 50k uh, guaranteed prize pool. Unlimited re-entry, which is going to attract a lot of pros uh, and just a lot of grinders. Uh, so keep that in mind, but it also gives you a chance to play some decent, po- uh, you know, to play some relatively high-level poker. Uh, you'll start with 10k in chips there, so and I imagine half an hour levels. That is followed by a $400 um, buy-in, $75,000 guaranteed prize pool. And remember, these are circuit ring events, right? So when it comes to the prestigious poker jewelry, this is right up there as you get the circle. Um, yeah, these are ring events. Uh, Maurice Hawkins, I believe, just extended his uh, overall lead to 14 rings now. I think he has 14 career total rings. I'll look that up later. Uh, but this $400 one, again, unlimited uh, re-entry. Uh, this one, you start with 15000 though, in chips. So, again, a little deeper stat. You are paying a little more for that. 
Uh, follow that with a uh, $600 no limit uh, hold'em, $100,000 guaranteed prize pool. Again, uh, unlimited re-entry with a uh, $20,000 starting stack. Uh, with that 100k guaranteed, I imagine they're going to exceed that. So keep in mind there. Uh, then you have some uh, of the non uh, guaranteed prize pool events. So there's a, a $250 seniors event, uh, $400 no limit hold'em eight-handed which would probably be one of the ha the ones that I would really focus um, and would kind of mix into my personal strengths than just the kind of poker I play and the way I and just the way I like to play poker. Um, there's a $400 eight um, no limit uh, hold'em eight handed unlimited reentry 15k starting stack. Um, I've long been a fan for the shorter uh, handed game. Uh, eight handed at most is what I personally believe and I think I've done an episode ranting about that. Uh, it just provides for better quality poker, I think. Um, forces the action a little more. Um, it keeps the action going, really. Uh, so that's my vote there. Uh, then following that one is a $400 No Limit Hold'em Double Stack Turbo uh, with 20-minute levels, uh, unlimited re-entry, but you do start with 30,000 in chips. That'll attract a lot of players as well. And that's a great... That You know what? That's actually kind of a fun structure. Uh, think of it basically... It's kind of true double stack to what you see on those daily poker tournaments in Las Vegas. Um, most of the daily tournaments in Las Vegas now start with 15,000. 10,000 to 15,000 is typically starting somewhere in that range. They have some that are bigger, but they typically name them deep stack or monster stack or whatever they want to call them. But typically you're starting within that 10 to 15,000 range. And blind levels typically in those daily tournaments are no longer than 20 minutes. So you're really kind of, if that's kind of your style of poker, and I mean, I've gone through times in my life where that was where I was excelling the most, like that's where that attraction to those events could take place. And that's where some people you'll see uh, maybe, ha you know, that aren't, you know, playing those deeper field, higher level events. This is where you can see some rings being picked up. You can also see some just, uh, this is, Typically where those guys with a lot of rings will maybe try to extend the lead. But you expect a deep field and how it should kind of play out uh, timing-wise um, and strategically. Uh, the next event that really interests me is this $400 No Limit Hold'em PLO Mix 8-Handed. Uh, unlimited re-entry there, 15,000 starting chips. That's awesome. So basically what it is is every eight hands it switches games. Uh, so you never get too bored of anything. And I mean, you can kind of play to your strengths a little bit. Um, if you're stronger in one, try to get it to your stronger game, whatever it might be. So, and maybe, and you know, and use those same strategies against uh, someone to get them to their weaker games, right? So it plays both ways. Uh, after that is a $600 No Limit Hold'em Black Chip Bounty. Uh, 20,000 uh, starting stack there, and it's a single re-entry, and each bounty is worth $100. So, I mean, you do need to win quite a few of those bounties just to make your money back. Uh, the idea there is hopefully they'll get a big prize, um, prize pool. Uh, and some people just like playing bounty tournaments. Uh, I've kind of always been indifferent to them. I just find it, it forces the style of play into a way that I just don't typically like to play, so we'll see. Uh, then there's a $600 horse event. Horse, of course, is all the um, traditional limit variants of the games. So we've got uh, Hold'em, Omaha, Raz, Stud, and Stud 8, all the limit variants. Uh, single re-entry there, 20,000 starting chips. That one, again, interests me as now, as I've said, you know, expanding those games, playing those mixed games more, um, and really trying to specialize more in those games. I never thought I would say that. Again, two years ago, that wasn't the thing. I was a Hold'em player who could play other games. Um, and now I found myself 
being a mixed game player who can also play Hold'em and PLO, uh, which is just kind of, again, different way of thinking and expand on that knowledge, right? And you don't, you know, for me, it's just part of that growing process in poker. Uh, but after that, we've got a uh, $400 No Limit Hold'em double stack. Uh, again, this one, now this one is, is kind of interesting because this one will play out, a, in my opinion, is your best kind of entry to some of those monstrous field events from the summer. This is a tune-up to that, in my opinion. Kind of those Colossus, Big 50, Crazy 8 type events. This would be your tune-up to that. It's unlimited re-entry, 30-minute levels, 30,000 starting chips, which gives you kind of a rough idea timing-wise. Like, this would be a practice event to me. I'd be like, all right, if I'm taking it seriously this year, I'm going to go play this event to really get that feel for that kind of pacing to the tournament. Um, and that's really what you're trying to always do, right, is develop and grow. So... Uh, that's how this one I imagine plays out a little more again you have that 30,000 which is right around where you're starting for a lot of those type of events now after that they've got uh, two entry flights of a $400 no limit monster stack I'm going to assume this one starts with 25,000 chips I haven't looked yet no I am wrong so it's single re-entry per flight 30 and 45 minute levels uh, with a starting stack of 30,000 so true monster stack there in that sense also, in terms of how your stack's going to play out without that crutch of the unlimited re-entry. So, again, now we're starting to get into those fewer re-entry tournaments, which I'm a much bigger fan of. Um, I And I argue the case for both sides. I see it's just my personal preference. So, again, this would be the kind of event that I would be, all right, this is where I'll represent the team. Then there's always their circuit main event. Uh, two entry flights. A million-dollar uh, guaranteed prize pool with $1,700 buy-in. Uh, single re-entry per entry flight. Uh, levels are 40 and 60 minutes, and you start with 30,000 in chips. Uh, the winner receives free entry into the 2020 Global Casino Championship, which I believe is a bracelet event. So for a lot of players who might be those kind of circuit grinders, this is where that chance to pick up that bracelet, right? So keep that in mind. And maybe that's uh, one of these days, maybe that's where we see Maurice Hawkins pick up uh, his first bracelet. I don't believe he has one yet. Uh, and, and that could be very well it. Uh, then they, they're closing out with um, two interesting events. You usually want it. Actually, it's kind of the typical these days for what I've seen. So they have a $250 No Limit Hold'em Turbo, uh, unlimited buy-ins, 20-minute levels, 10,000 starting chips. This one becomes attractive to those players that kind of are looking for a smaller field event um, because most people have cleared out by the time the main event is over, uh, especially if they haven't made a day two. So keep that in mind. Uh, as well as you get a lot of the re the bust outs from the main event will sometimes come in place. So that'll jack up the prize pool a little bit. So typically their strategy, especially with the 20 minute levels, 10,000 starships, is to actually get there early, try and win some pots early, try and build that stack so you can prey upon new entries. Uh, and last but not least is, uh, again, a staple to all the circuit stops, a $2,200 No Limit Hold'em High Roller, two-day event, unlimited re-entry, uh, 40-minute levels. You start with 30,000 chips, and it's 2,200. And that's where you'll see some of these guys like uh, Ali Mshirovich uh, I've seen play, Joseph Chong I've seen play um, these events. Uh, Chris Ferguson, I think, was recently playing one in Vegas. So that's where you see some of these more name brands, so to speak, players uh, at those type of events. But that's... Uh, upcoming here as i said february 14th to the 25th now 
The thing about the circuit events is not all circuit events are created equal and the schedules match up. So if you're someone, you know, you're trying to build your bankroll, whatever it might be, and you're like, which stop do I go to? That's where studying the schedules and understanding your strengths and skill sets will um, pay dividends. So their, their event after that, which will take place from Thursday, March 19th to March 30th, uh, so just over two months away there is again they start off with that uh, $250 buy-in. Now here, what? How many chips did you start with? Yeah, 10,000. Okay, so the stacks are the same stats. Uh, everything kind of builds the same there. They have the 250, the 400, the $600. Um, then they kind of go into uh, so event four here is where I think the first change is going to take place. Yes is you get another guaranteed prize pool event, a $250 no limit hold'em double stack uh, with a $50,000 prize pool. So that's, uh, this one will have the 20,000 I'm imagining in starting shit. No, whoa. So it's funny they call that double stack. Um, now, so I, which is interesting because it has the exact same starting stack as their original $250 no limit hold'em, so. Little interesting that they're using the word double stack there, but nonetheless, it's uh, ten thousand starting chips. Um, but you get day one payouts, uh, so that's kind of interesting. And the entry flights are just. Let me see here. Yeah, so we'll be on the next day. Oh, I see how I think this one works. Okay, so there's three entry flights on the same day for that event. All, and then they'll all meet up for day two the next day. So you'll basically be play, um, playing down to percentages of the field at that point or a fixed number of players depending on the size there. Uh, so that's flight A, flight B, flight C. Uh, then again, they have another couple of guaranteed prize pool events. So they've got a $400 No Limit Hold'em six-handed. That's where you would see me. Uh, 50000 starting prize pool uh, or $50,000 prize pool. Uh, 15,000 in starting chips, followed by another uh, eventful... Oh, so this one I might actually would have to probably double... Not Might actually have to. Wow. Uh, my word. Um, this one I'd have to double table if I was going to play both of these events. But uh, also starting that same day is a $400 pot limit Omaha. Uh, 15,000 in prize pool there. And then another guaranteed prize pool event the very next day, which would attract the bust outs from those prior two events, is a $600 with a $75,000 guaranteed prize pool starting stack of 20,000. After that, this is where it gets a another difference between uh, the two stops, is in this one, they have now added a $250 tag team event. Uh, where I believe it's two player teams. Um, you don't get circuit points. Um, it's $250 per team, not per player. Then you have a $400 monster stack with a $150,000 guaranteed prize pool with 30,000 in starting chips. That is gonna be your biggest field, maybe next to the main event at this event stop. Uh, you have a $250,000 ladies event and a $250 seniors event with a $25,000 prize pool. Again, now you're starting to see um, a lot more um, of the seniors uh, kind of players come around for these circuit stops. Now that winter's kind of over, you do see a lot more of them start to emerge for these uh, senior events. And you start to notice the schedules start to kind of gear and have um, a couple more senior stops as we get towards the summer. 
Um, this past summer, actually, at the uh, World Series, they had a weekly seniors deep stack tournament. So that's just to show the expansion now of poker. Is now we have these players that have been playing for so long that the that the seniors events are starting to become uh, quite populated as well. I think it's 50 or 55 to qualify for those. Uh, so then after that, we have a $400 No Limit Hold'em. It's a one-day tournament, uh, 25000 guaranteed. Uh, 20 minute levels, 15,000 in chips. So that basically kind of plays like any of your daily tournaments. That's exactly an example of a daily tournament. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's the exact or uh, very similar structure to what Harrah's actually uses on their daily tournaments uh, in Las Vegas. So if you want to practice, go practice there. Then we have the main event, of course. Um, the main event here is also a $1,700 buy in. But with a much small, well, actually, I think it's significantly smaller prize pool. Uh, only three quarters of a million. So only seven hundred fifty thousand uh, for this prize pool is guaranteed. One re-entry, as I said before, uh, same thing there per flight. Thirty thousand in starting chips. Um, what else do we have? After that, we have a four hundred dollar no limit hold'em, uh, twenty five thousand guaranteed prize pool. Uh, and then this one, the high roller isn't. Um, Actually, closing out the event, uh, we're going to have the $2,200 high roller uh, with a guaranteed prize pool of $150,000 um, plus starting chips of $30,000. So the starting stack's the same, but again, this one has the guarantee, whereas the last one did not. Oh, uh, so consider that as well. Then we've got a em casino employees event. Uh, so this is a chance for people that work in casinos to, I think they can still earn a ring for this event, but I'm not. I'm not 100%, but it's closed to only casino employees. Not just poker employees, though. They can work in other aspects of the casino. Uh, then it closes out with a $400 uh, No Limit Hold'em, $25,000 guaranteed. So again, basically one of your daily Vegas tournament kind of structures. Uh, 20 minute levels, 50,000, uh, 15,000 in starting chips. So that kind of takes care of the WSOP circuit stops uh and what is going on there again both have some very attractive options it depends what you're looking for if guarantees are important to you if you're thinking field strength um if you're looking at it for studying whatever purposes it might be that should be kind of gearing towards your thing now if you're lucky enough to be able to play both then or i shouldn't say lucky enough but fortunate enough to then in that case, go for it. Just kind of understand what is being offered at each one. So that would kind of be my takeaway there. Again, great structures. Uh, oh, and the other one too is, and here's the other change. Um, the Bally Stop does not have horse. So it actually will not have any mixed events. So it's purely all No Limit Hold'em. There isn't even a PLO event. Oh yeah, there's one Pot Limit Omaha event. So there's one Pot Limit Omaha all the rest are no limit hold'em. So keep that in mind about the Bally Stop. So if you're more of a mixed game player, uh, such as myself, that's where the uh, Rio Stop might be a little, um, might pique the interest a little more. Now happening a little closer to home in uh, up in Canada here is we've got the World Cup of Cards from January 19th to February 5th. Small buy-ins for fucking huge um, prize pools. So, uh, you have, you have, let's see here. So a $220 buy. So this is just like, for instance, on the second day, they have an eight max shootout, uh, $150 buy-in 10 K guaranteed. 
uh, six max, 50-50 bounty. So $100 buy-in plus $20 fee, $100 on um, bounty per player. Like that's pretty fucking awesome if you think, yeah, like in terms of bounties. So that one also guaranteed prize pool of 20,000. Just be careful there because sometimes part of that guarantee is the bounty um, prize pool itself. $110 single rebuy, 10K prize pool. Uh, then they have the Grand Prix of Canada itself, unlimited re-entry, $220 for half a million dollars. Uh, they do have Crazy Pineapple is something that they offer a lot of up at uh, Playground Poker. Playground Poker, if you've never had the chance to be there, I highly recommend it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful venue. Uh, so keep that in mind there. Uh, then we've got this... What do we have? Oh, and they brought back free food. So that's the other thing. So the roll of the dice eight max. I'm not really sure what that is, but we're gonna see here uh, if the little side tab tab opens up. Roll the dice. Players start with view details. Okay, come on. Uh, I'm not really sure what the rolling the dice. Oh. I believe it could be a charity tournament, if I'm not mistaken. But it's a $200, uh, $220 um, buy-in. Uh, you start with 25000 in chips, and it's 20-minute levels there. So uh, that's that. Uh, let's see this other one here. Uh, that $110 single rebuy event that I was talking about there for the $10,000 grand prize pool. 20000 in chips, 20 minutes. So again, the thing I like about some of these events is you're going to get to a winner a little bit quicker. And uh, just for me, I find, like, I just like that a little bit. I like to be able to go play my tournament, play it to the end, get my money, and get out. Uh, the 8-max shootout, let's see what they have here. All right, we've got 20,000 uh, starting chips, blinds increase every 15 minutes. For those of you that have never played in a shootout-style event, um, what that is is basically... Uh, you have to win your table to move on. So you don't, so basically if you survive your table, there's no reshuffling uh, of tables, there's no balancing of tables. Everybody you sit there, it's basically like a bunch of sit and goes. So you have to win essentially three sit and goes uh, to win uh, the tournament. And uh, so that's how that one plays out. I like shootout events. I have played them before. Uh, it just, it works for my style. I was a, I spent a lot of time playing sit and goes for a while there. So I just, I kind of developed a skill set for it. And uh, it is what it is. Uh, but here we go. We have the six max. Uh, that's that 50-50 bounty where you have the $100 buy-in. but the $100 So it's $220 to buy in, but every person is a $100 bounty. So two eliminations and you break even. Uh, players start with 25000 in chips, 20-minute levels. Uh, maximum players is 120 or 180 plus alternates. So again, great tournament there. Now let's take a look at this Grand Prix Canada. Uh, just take a look at the structure here, for instance. So the tournament structure here is ultra fucking deep. You start with 100,000 in ships. Blinds will increase every 30 minutes. Uh, I'm guessing each um, flight is, is capped at 120 plus alternates. Uh, I'm just kind of pulling up the exact structure. Bear with me here uh, to see where you start in terms of uh, blind levels. Um, as I've talked about before, everywhere pretty much adopts the big blind. Annie. Okay, so you're not at that. I mean, you start with 100 big blinds. Okay, so in this one, it's you start at the um, 515 level. So $500 small blind, uh, $500 
um, small blind, thousand dollar big blind, five hundred um, big blind ante. Then it goes to five one one, six twelve twelve seven. So it moves along pretty quickly, actually. Um, I guess it's just to have you with some big denomination chips, which has long been um, kind of the discussion. There is just that players like seeing bigger denomination chips, therefore you kind of inflate it a little bit. Uh, but again, another great structured tournament. Um, there's Strangers in the Night is a charity one. I know that. Um, unlimited re-entry, $75,000 guaranteed prize pool, $175 buy-in. Uh, so again, uh, a lot of great um, tournaments here. 8 max bounty re-entry, um, $165, 20000 guaranteed prize pool. I talked about this last year I wanted to go. Um, I just feel that this is a great uh, bankroll builder event. Uh, they have a no limit short deck hold'em bounty re-entry $5,000 guaranteed prize pool $110 buy-in so again you're getting better value here than probably any of the other ones we talked about including your daily Vegas tournaments um, any of your ones at the World Series of Poker Circuit um, this is where it would be uh, so yeah it's, it's just very interesting to see this let's see this one here this one uh, is the big bounty re-entry. So it says 100 plus 60 plus 500. So I want to know if every player to this event is a $500 bounty. That would be interesting. So you pay up. So basically, you're paying. Yeah. Well, you're still paying. Yeah. So I guess either way. Yeah. So it's $500 bounty. So two players and you're in the profit actually, which is um, super interesting. Actually, because you're, you're getting your $500 back. Yeah, so you're making money back right away, um, which is really interesting. And this one will actually st um, start with a 2550 level, uh, 25,000 tournament chips. So yeah, that's one that would interest me. Uh, as I've said, for bounties, it has to be, uh, then they have the playground 100 which is $110 buy-in, unlimited re-entry, $50,000 um, prize pool, the playground, $1,000, single re-entry per flight, $1,100 buy-in, $400,000 prize pool. So, again, great events. If you can only make one, I mean, here we go again. Like, a great opportunity. Uh, I know this is what I want to check out, so you might see me down there uh, within a few days. Anyway, that wraps up kind of the World Cup of, po of um, cards. Uh, which is kind of an interesting thing because it's kind of like almost the Canadian World Series of poker, right? Where, you know, our poker, we have great poker players up here in Canada. I want to say that first and foremost, but our poker kind of circuit is still growing. Um, we've only recently had, I think now, two World Series of uh, Poker Circuit events up in Canada. So it's just kind of nice to see that finally we're getting that recognition, finally getting some attention. So... We've got that there, and this is an event that's going to keep growing, I think. I think the next step here would be to add in some more mixed games. Uh, maybe see some horse, uh, some XPLO. But again, I love uh, playing at Playground Poker. I love that they have the 6-max and 8-max tournaments. Um, that really... I, I And that also, they get those prize pools. Low buy-ins for big prize pools. Great way to make money. So, very valuable tournament series there um, for a lot of um, Canadian poker. Very strong event for Canadian poker, and I'm happy to see that. Um, now, the Venetian Deep Stack one is interesting because the Venetian Deeps um, kind of are constantly running these Deep Stack events. They take a little break, run some this, but they've kind of become a tournament hub year-round in Las Vegas. 
And it seems here now you get, they're offering um, for winning these events, you're getting either a championship coin or a championship trophy. And they have different colored coin and trophies. Um, and I guess it correlates directly to the buy-ins. So it seemed that $400 um, gets you a silver coin and in some cases a trophy. In other cases, the $250 buy-in events are what gets you a bronze coin. And what else do we have here? I'm just seeing what other gold coins you get. And basically, I think it's the $1,000 and up get you a um, a gold coin and trophy. So that's kind of interesting now that they do a takeaway as well as the money. But they've long become kind of this um, constant hub of, of poker tournaments that you can make a lot of money at. And you do see some name brand players in those fields. Um, a lot of celebrities that want to play some higher stake um, tournaments, they'll come here. As I said, um, the buy-ins um, start at $200 um, from what I see here, all the way up to, um, they have a couple of, uh, a $1,600 event, uh, $1,600 no limit hole main event, but again, a million dollar prize pool there. That one would be typically to kind of compete, these ones are more so trying to compete with the uh, World Series of Poker circuit. Um, as I've said, they'll run uh, straight through past that first circuit stop and just before that second circuit stop. So kind of to compete there a little bit, take some players away, like you have an $1,100 buy-in uh, for a million dollar prize pool. I mean, how do you turn, go wrong there? $400 monster stack, 30,000 starting chips, 30 minute levels for with a 25K guaranteed prize pool. Um, $200 survivors, so basically everybody gets paid when they make it a certain point. Um, so just a way to test your skills a little bit there. Um, they also offer um, more of uh, the Omaha games. So Limit Omaha, they'll have Pot Limit Omaha High Low, Pot Limit Omaha 08 sometimes, uh, or not 08, um, Big O, um, and Mixed Omaha. Not at this particular circuit as I go, uh, stop, as or not stop, but series. But you do see, uh, oh yeah, Pot Limit Omaha 8 or better. Um... Let's see here, what else? Oh yeah, and see for instance here on February 14th, an $800 No Limit Monster Stack, eight max uh, with $250,000 guaranteed prize pool. You get a gold coin and trophy there. Um, 35,000 in chips, 40 minute levels. So again, if you're at that state, now there's a lot of great events um, for those of you looking to take kind of your stake level in tournaments a little higher now. Now all of a sudden, you know, you're willing to throw upwards of a thousand dollars per tournament you know somewhere you're comfortable between that five to fifteen five to two thousand dollar tournaments now this is your chance to start kind of playing some of those events getting a feel for that as the summer's around the corner um also the difference here with these events is i find the fields are a little bit um tougher there's less variance in them just because of the time of year uh than you would see during the summer in some of the world series of poker events um, that's just, it's the big, the World Series of Poker, everybody takes a shot at it, right? So the variance in terms of skill level is so high. Um, these Venetian deep stack players tend to get a lot of, um, local pros, a lot of regular tournament grinders at them. So do keep that in mind that this isn't just a walk in the park, kind of guaranteed easy money, but also gives you a good indication of where you kind of sit. And it's always good, I find, to play at a variety of places. I do just because you get a, a wider variety um, in terms of player. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, it's uh, it comes down to um, room too. I mean, Venetian has really tried to establish themselves, as I said, as that kind of year-round poker hub um, or tournament poker hub 
in Las Vegas. They also are a step up from your typical daily poker tournament. So don't go if you're like, oh, well, I, you know, I do okay at those daily ones and think, all right, I'm going to go try this. You are basically doing that. You are trying that. Um, so keep that in mind as well, just the skill level of the venues and what their kind of reputation is um, in terms of the level of player they are attracting and the variance in the field um, in terms of player. And there's nothing wrong, as I've long said, it's your money, it's your career, it's your life. You get to define the stakes you play at, you define what you wanna play, where you wanna play it. So keep that in mind as well. Just wanted to let you know that there are these big ones coming up and uh, check them out. You can go to the Venetian website, get their deep stack schedule. Um, it's long. Uh, and I think you've heard me ramble enough and go through all these schedules, but um, as I've said, a lot of tremendous um, poker to be played there, a lot of great valued event uh, to be played. Um, the thing too with the Venetian tournaments is they all tend to have guaranteed prize pools. So you kind of always know the bare minimum of where you're playing. So whereas other places might offer also $400 tournaments or $200 tournaments, at least at the Venetian, you do know what you're playing for. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, the springtime is always an exciting time to play poker, especially as you're kind of getting out of the winter in February, you know, the worst of it's behind you temperature wise. It's nice to kind of get in that grind. I miss those days. I'm not going to lie, uh, but it is what it is. Um, life happens, but you know, as I've got a couple of, I feel strong poker seasons left in me, uh, let's try to make the most of them. Anyway, I do thank you so much for the continued and growing support here on the Seems Legit Podcast. Really, it means the world to me. Um, the continued and growing support with my poker career. Um, just that kind of revitalization that sometimes you need. Um, just how many people have stood by and, you know, still send me um, support all the time. Uh, just their emotional words, their words of encouragement. Uh, just, it really means the world to me. So I thank all of you so much for that. And uh, if you aren't doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sunny D. Thank you so much for tuning in this episode. Take care and bye bye for now.